Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Now here are your hosts from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Marketing Made Easy by the Get Savvy Club. I'm Anita Baldwin, as ever, and I'm with Anna Geary. Hi Anna, you okay? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Are you? Yes, good, thank you. Usually on a Tuesday you will get an interview episode from us, um, but today, every now and then we think, oh God, there's something that's more important than speaking to other people, um, something that we need to kind of spend a bit more time on than we have in the quickies. Um, and today we're going to talk to you about niching because we spoke at um, a business exhibition yesterday. Um, so we talked at lunchtime in front of a room full of people and we talked about how to, what are the three things you need to be doing to kind of get more clients coming to you on social media. And actually a lot of the discussion and the questions afterwards were about niching. We talk about it so much, we kind of assume that everybody's where we are. And obviously they're not, you know, if you're just starting out in business or you just think, right, I want to scale or your business isn't where you want it to be, there's certain things you need to do and you, there's a good chance you might not have done them. And so one of them is obviously niching um, and getting super laser targeted on your ideal client. So what we thought was, instead of having an interview episode today, let's just deep dive on that and tell you everything we know to help you to do it properly. This is a bit of a hack and or a tip for you guys as well. If you do content like this, that answering questions that you answer a lot to your clients anyway, you can always like send people background to the episode. So you might be listening to this because we sent you here because we were like, look, this is all about niche and find out more about niche. Oh, if you've got a podcast, you mean? Yeah. If you've got a podcast or even if you do a live on Facebook that you decide to keep there that's relevant or certain or a blog or whatever, you can always redirect people back to that if they want to know more about that particular subject that you coach on whatever it may be so yeah yesterday was so so good it was really good uh business expo that we went to there's lots of great people there great businesses great uh speakers as well so yeah it was great to see some of our clients some of our clients came along we got to actually meet them in real life some people that we hadn't that we've known for ages we hadn't seen in real life so yeah so niching niching whichever which way you want to say it basically if you're not aware what niching means it means really drilling down on um serving it's all it all comes back to your ideal client really really drilling down and serving like one particular type of person and that can be really scary for businesses because you know you you might be able to serve uh anyone and it's it's frightening when you say oh uh, you ask somebody what they do and then they go oh if you if somebody asks you what you do and you you find yourself starting oh i can help anyone who then you've not niched yet because you don't want to we don't want to, to be helped by someone that can help anyone and also how big is your ego <laughs> like you can't help anyone and everyone think of it that way as well you really can't help anyone and everyone you you need to be laser focused and actually just serve one particular type of person and even if you can help multiple types of people marketing just to one type of person is going to make your life so much easier and if you're struggling with marketing um this could be why there is a lot of resistance to it we were resistant when we started out um and you kind of it feels counterintuitive because as a business owner particularly when you're not making the kind of money you want to do why the hell would you say okay well i'll work with less people or i'll appear to help less people how the hell is that going to make me more money so it feels really counterintuitive but if you think of it there's two things to consider really one is if you're saying i do x y and z then basically what you're doing is you're pitching yourself against all the businesses that do x and y and z which is going to be three times the amount so you're you're putting yourself in a bigger 
pond full of competitors um and you know it's really really hard to stand out in front of a load of people who appear to do the same thing that we do um and as a customer you, you can't be bothered to go and get to know all these businesses and work out who's right for you you've got we you know we do judge a book by its cover we do make snap decisions we do want to make snap decisions because it, it it saves us a lot of time and energy so you've got to stand out to those people so if you then say okay i'm an expert in helping just this kind of person or this kind of business or this kind of whatever um, and I get them to this outcome then immediately you've put yourself in a smaller pond um, in terms of all your competitors and it's way easier to stand out um, and that's what it's all about particularly online marketing it's all about standing out and getting noticed and it's the reason you know we buy what we see in front of us and if we can't see you in front of us we can't buy from you and that is the reason that um, you know supermarkets and petrol stations put sweets up by the counter because you go in for one thing and you see it there and you think i'll have one of them and it's um it is impulse buying there but if you can't see it in front of you you can't buy it and the other thing that's really important to think about is um all too often as business owners we think about what what we want and what we want is to make more money so we think okay if we appear to offer more we'll make more money but actually being truly customer centric is about looking at things from the perspective of your potential customer because that's going to make you appeal to them and stand out to them so ask think of it as a consumer we're all consumers so as a consumer i want to buy something that is tailored to me and is going to be guaranteed to get me the result i'm looking for so you know if i'm looking for um beautiful straight white teeth i'll go and find a dentist that specializes in teeth whitening or braces or what have you rather than a generalist because a it's you get less choice again being in a smaller pond so if you google something you know rather than getting a million options you might just get three yeah. options or something like that and that is what we're looking for that's the holy grail um and then also we think more rightly or wrongly we think that we're going to get our result more if somebody is a specialist in what you do so think about it from how a customer might view your business um, and if you're saying we can help anybody then why is that going to appeal to a specific type of person but if you're saying we're for a specific type of person then that's going to massively appeal to them more isn't it yeah, like when you go to your GP, that's a general practitioner, isn't it? And you just go along and whatever's like might be wrong with you, they're going to send you to who is the specialist. And that's what it's all about. So you Yeah, if they said, oh, I think you've got a brain tumor, hop on the bed and I'll cut your head open. You'd be like, whoa, <laughs> no, no. Okay. can I go to someone who specializes in that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we all know that those further, further along, those the people that specialize in a certain thing get paid more money as well. So from your point of view, you'll be able to charge more as well. If you're if you're a business coach and you're just a business coach in the pool of all the other business coaches that are out there, well, why should I choose you to be the business coach over and above someone else? Surely you you want to go for somebody that can actually get you the the result that you want and feel like that's you want you think oh that person is just for me because they're they're talking to me and that it, it helps you as well with your marketing because. If you're struggling to what to post and how to post and things because you're not you haven't got one person that you're thinking you're talking to you're trying to sort of think oh actually i want to try and sell this today or i want to try and talk about this area of my business today or that area of my business today it's just going to be so much harder for you this is a good example of it a guy that we spoke to um who's a gardener and he can do he's been to what what is it horticultural is that what they call it mm -hmm. the school yeah. horticultural school check that out i was just going to say he's been gardening school but anyway knows absolutely loads about gardening um every, all the types of plants all the types of shrubs everything. so his knowledge is like vast so he can do like high-end gardens this that, and the other but actually he was telling us that somebody that just mows lawns and that's all they do 
actually can make more money. And the thing is, they, they need less knowledge. They need le less actual. They just need one of those big, like uh, mowers that you that you go along. They just need the stuff to mow lawns. That's all they need. So in terms of your toolkit as well, you need a lot less when you're niche. So you're spending out less on your toolkit. You're, everybody knows what you do and what you don't do. And so you can just make so much more money. You can just get on. So, so that's that's a really like of like simple example of it, I guess. So we actually had a client who was a, um, you know, she was an average PT that used to get, she had qualified and then she worked for a gym. So she had to work for them, but she had, she wanted to get her own clients as well. And the gym let her have clients through the gym. So how it works is if you were to go and join a gym, um, sometimes you get a few free free sessions and you go along and you get given a PT that's going to help you. So they all are much of a muchness. Like, how do you know which one's right for you? So we actually identified that she loved helping women that had not long had a baby get rid of that baby baby fat. That's what she wants. That's what she got the best results um, in. That's who she enjoyed working with more. So we said, we well, need to go out with that as your main thing. So now she actually only deals with people that that want that outcome. That's all she markets to them. But actually she gets people coming to her that are not that as well. So she'll take them on. And she's full, fully booked because people want that specific outcome. They don't necessarily just want to go to a PT. They want that result that she's offering. So she doesn't even need the gym now. She just gets all her referrals through the, um, the social media stuff that she does. Yeah, she's doing really well. And give you an example from us. So we, a while ago, were looking for a new accountant. Um, and so, you know, what we're going to do, search for accountant on LinkedIn, how many are going to come up <laughs> or even on Google or what have you. So we think about our business, we think about our business needs. And what we're looking for is an accountant that specializes in online businesses. Of course we are, because we're an online business. So, you know, an accountant can pretty much work with any business. So if you say we just help businesses sort out their tax return, well, what accountant can't do that? That's a given, yeah. isn't it? So what have you got over and above all those billions yeah. of accountants that can do that? What do you specialize in? And it might just be, you know, actually don't think of it as limiting. Think of it as an opportunity to just work with people that you really enjoy working with. So it might be that you are quite a creative soul and want to work with other people who are quite creative and you get on really well with them. So you can say, okay, I'm going to specialize in creative type of businesses or, um, you know, maybe even gardeners because I love gardening and I can have a chat with them about my garden and or something like that so if you're a gardener looking for an accountant and suddenly someone comes up saying I help gardeners to pay less tax or whatever whatever it is um, then you know there's hardly anybody going to be saying that so you're going to stand out massively yeah. and that draw people to you and then like Anna said she's exactly right that will enable you to charge more money because we pay more to go to specialists for us so you would pay more to go to the top um, you know dentist than you would to go to one that just does a bit of everything um and that's that's how you make more money and you have more fun doing your job and you once you're enjoying it you're not resentful because you're having to work with people that don't really gel with you um then you just love what you're doing and that kind of comes around and your energy levels are up and then that draws people to you as well so you'll find suddenly once you do this a all your marketing will be easier but b um it'll be way easier to get clients because people will be drawn to you because of the things you're talking about so you know one we, we give people a few reasons of how to pick a niche and one of them is make sure for god's sake you pick a niche of people who can afford to pay what you want to charge yeah. so if you want to charge high-end money for something don't pick a niche of people who are students and have no money or something like that that's a very obvious example but you know also think about how you're going to go and find them um because you've got to go and find these people so if you pick a niche that's 
just too neat. And I, don't get me wrong, I love really niche businesses, but yeah. th- think about are there any others out there? So if you say, right, I'm going to niche in the drummer of Duran Duran or whatever like that, there's only one of those. You're not going to go out and find any more. Yeah. So, you know, raise it up a level. Like um, I would I, like to, like maybe like just Tom Hardy. That's quite a small yeah. niche, isn't it? If you just want to help yeah. us to Tom Hardy. Um, <laughs> and then think about, um, you know, how you're going to search them. So we help people to find clever ways to search um, on LinkedIn because your niche might not just be MDs of these kind of businesses um, or, you know, like the, the the basic demographics you've got. They might be. So we work with lots of people who are menopause coaches and things like that. So there are clever ways to go about and find um, these people on social media and online. Um, but more importantly, think about who you love working with. This is your yeah. job. You spend a lot of hours doing it. And, um, and if you enjoy it, then it doesn't feel like work, does it? And you get great results from people. So who do you really like? Who's ideal for you? Not who are you ideal for? Yeah. Um, who do you love working with? And who do you get really great results for? So if I could make, wave a magic wand and say, tell me who that is and I will go and get a hundred of those coming in through the door in the next month for you what would they look like um yeah. and you know be bold and be like really clear and be a bit selfish based on what you want and what you enjoy doing yeah. as a business just think of your three best clients that you've ever worked with so far write their names down and then right next to them like what why are they your favorite three you know and, and you will start to see common tra- traits and then from that you can think right okay so this is this is the way that i need to go then and if you are worried about like is it too niche too niche message us we always love you love a niche don't you anita <laughs> so message us and we'll be happy to hear your niche and we'll tell you if it's too too niche but yeah some people you're right if they can't it's no point having a niche of pool of people that can't afford to pay you because then you if you want to help those people, it's actually better making more money from the people that you can charge a lot from and giving some free away to the, that that those group of people that can't pay you. I tell you what we hear a lot, which is rubbish, is I niche on businesses who want to save money on this or, mm. you know, people who want to. And that's not a niche. Anyone you know. that wants to save money. Yeah, like that. It's like. Yeah. yeah. So your niche should be an identifiable category of people or businesses that you can then go and find. So in either an industry or, um, you know, you, you need to think about how old they are or what stage of life they're at um, and really, really go deep into who they are um, and what's what keeps them awake at night. Mm. You know, what outcomes are they looking for? What what are the things that are getting in the way of them achieving, you know, ultimate happiness in life? Um, because that's going to come up when you're trying to sell to them. So the more you understand them, it's like um, there's a great book called Superfans and it talks about how when you're like a teenager and you're going through all that teenage angst and you um, start liking music and there might be a band that sing like a song that's really how you feel at the moment and then really got into your, into your head and into your heart and you're then, then like, oh God, I love this band. And it's because they've spoken directly to you and they're almost like they're reading your mind. And in reality, teenagers, you know, are very, stereotypes aren't they so there's going to be one of maybe 10 different scenarios that are going on for them at any one time and um, bands generally sing about you know love heartache unrequited all of that kind of thing it's going to hit some but that's exactly what you want to do as a business as well so if you're putting out content where your ideal client thinks oh my god it's like they're reading my mind this is exactly how I feel and that's exactly where I want to get to and these are the exact obstacles getting in my way you've 
almost sold to them already. By the time they approach you, they will be more than halfway through the buying process in their mind and ready to work with you. Yeah, and you will be the one they've got. I've got to work with that person because they true. Because if they feel that you understand their situation now, they will automatically assume that you've got the solution as well and desperately want to work with you. Yeah. When we um when we did the talk yesterday at the business expo, then afterwards a lady came up to me. Because we always talk, because it's really easy for me to do this one, is when people are scared of um, posting on social media, when we have to try and find out, well, why? And often it's because a fear of being judged. And often that fear of being judged is from someone that's really like, is not even their ideal client, but it's someone that's close to them that is in their world and they're, they're, they're worried about that person. So, and we actually use, we always use the example of a sister-in-law because I don't have any sister-in-laws. So that's fine. I'm not going to offend anyone within my like uh, family because I don't have any sister-in-laws. But yeah, if you've got a cower of a sister-in-law and you're worried about them looking looking at what you're, you're doing, they're not your ideal client. Anyway, now I, I mentioned that as an example yesterday from the stage and then a lady came up to me and I fucking hate my sister-in-law. And I know she's always... Um, you know she's always watching my posts and always like I know I can just feel that she's like then talking to the rest of the family about me and how you know what why am I doing this and that and I said exactly that's so many people feel that way but you know they're not your ideal clients you can get over it but because I because we said that they've come up they really relate to that already and want to speak to us about well I feel like that how do I get over that hurdle and obviously that's something that we can help and we are actually recording this live on our um various social media channels as well as recordings for the podcast and someone's asked a great question hazel who's one of our uh, great clients hazel Payne, has asked what happens if you want to change your niche how do you go about that so you it's your business you just get to change your niche whenever you want what i would say to that though is don't be changing it every five minutes you've got to go all in once you make a decision on who you're going to serve and how it's going to take a while for that to land with your audience, for people to get people to know. But if you're sure that you want to change the niche and you want to go all in on that, then go all in, but do it for, I mean, our program originally, but uh, one of our programs used to be 90 days because we were like, actually it takes 90 days for this stuff to work. But I would say with a niche, 90 days, commit to something, your one thing for 90 days to six months. And you will see, you know, I promise you, if you're on the fence about this and you're like, I hear this all the time, but you've not actually done it, do it for six months and you will like see the world of difference. If you just commit, go all in, pick one thing. It's not an accident that me and Anita have like gone from, you know, Anita did marketing for just, you know, for, for small to medium sized businesses, was going along successfully doing that. I did various different things um, before we worked together, like recruitment and, and things like that. But when we actually put all that aside and went, both of us focused right, okay, all in on Get Savvy Club and going in with that one thing together. So we don't, the little bits and bobs that we might do outside of that or whatever, we don't ever talk about on social media. We just go all in on the Get Savvy Club, then obviously um, created a multi-six-figure business from that, for that reason, because we decided to go all in. So if you're on the fence about going all in, you need to. 90 days, six months. Six months, all in on a niche, just do it. I think the really important thing to remember is this is just your marketing. So we help businesses with their marketing um, and how to get more clients and make more money. So this is about your marketing. It doesn't mean you have to stop doing all the other things that you yeah. already do. And it doesn't mean that you won't be able to sell them to people. It just means that you need to be really clear and super focused on um, who you're targeting and what you're offering them in the first instance. So for example, um, the the example Anna gave of uh, Becky was the PT and decided to kind of niche down on mums wanting to get rid of their mum bellies. What, weirdly, men 
started approaching yeah. her as well and saying, you know, I've got a mom belly um, or a dad bod or whatever they're <laughs> called, you know, can you help me as well? Because by saying that, she's giving herself a personality and um, she's kind of saying, yeah, it's okay for you to look like that and I can help you to change. And, you know, just to have a bit of a belly isn't just something that happens when you've had a child. It can happen to anyone at any time and you can want to lose it. So it's just about, um, it's you'll, you'll never just get your niche coming to you. You will always get other people coming to you and going, um, because something about what you're saying and something about who you're targeting attracts them. So we mainly work with women, but we also work with men as well. Um, but I would say that there, it's a certain kind of man that we work with. So I don't think we're all that appealing to like blokey blokes who just want to yeah. kind of, you know, not, we're more appealing to people who are maybe more in touch with their feminine side and want to have a bit of a chat and a natter and a laugh and a, mm. what have you, and as well as getting the job done. Um, so yeah, don't worry that you will never work with anybody else and you might get a bit bored or, you know, pigeonholed. That is absolutely not what's, not what's happening. Um, and don't worry that you just have to do the one thing forevermore. You don't, you can do more than that, but this is about your marketing. Um, so when Anna says, you know, stick at it for a minimum of three months, preferably six months, um, just stick at using that as your marketing message for that amount of time. There's a reason why, um, you know, it's not just a cost thing, why these businesses come out with adverts and they're on the telly for a while, um, because they've got to hit home. You know, we don't notice with the so much going on, um, millions of bits of information flying at us all the time. We don't notice it our brain automatically filters it out. So it takes repetition and consistency for it to even filter through to the you know, initial parts of our brain. Um, but in terms of building memory and familiarity and no like and trust and making people want to approach you to spend their hard-earned money, that doesn't happen overnight. That's not just one post. That's about deciding what you stand for and going out. And so if you think, well, I've already said that, I've already told people I do that, bollocks, you know, not everybody's seen it and even of the people that have seen it not many people will either retain that or even remember it so you've got to go again and again and again and bore yourself and then carry on more and more and more and more therapists and coaches they get me because um sometimes as therapists and coaches you kind of um add things to your your toolkit of what you can do if you like so maybe you've gone and you've done a course on NL NLP so you've become a master of NLP uh, maybe you've you are you can do hypnotherapy maybe you can maybe you've done EFT you know like the tapping and whatnot and you've you've learned all these things which is great so it means you've got loads of different ways that you can help people so that can be really hard for that particular person to then almost feel like they're disregarding all the stuff they've learned because they feel like hang on a minute you should come to me as a therapist or coach or whatever because I have got all of these things you know there was a lady once we, we knew that she thought like you know everyone would really care about her nutritional she had the top nutritional I don't know what even know what it was like certificate or something like that so she banged on about that all the time but if you've if you keep doing all these courses and learning all these things but then you keep throwing that all out there then ideal clients aren't going to understand that we we just we just don't we just want to get the outcome that we want to get we understand so, it we just don't care we don't care like actually i i don't know if i've said this on a podcast i don't think so but my i like uh, for me printers are doing me head in printers photocopies because i had an admin job when i was like a kid um and for some reason they thought i would know how to use the photocopier or whatever and it used to always paper used to get jammed or whatever and I always thought I'm not I'm not dealing with that anymore so um my printer ran out of ink and I don't know how all that kind of crap works so I actually physically took my printer into Curry's and went yeah it's got no ink and they were like oh so you want to buy some ink then and I was like 
no, I want you to get this so it works. So when I walk out, it just works. And I think they thought I was like crazy. PC World Careers, whatever it is. They did it for me. But as the guy was like, oh, so yeah, what we need to do. And he was like showing me where the ink would go. I went, I, I don't need to know that. I just need you to to like, to, or somebody in the, in the shop to do it for me. So, so they did. But even then they were trying to sort of say, oh, do you want to change this? Or, or do you want to change the color ones or the black ones? Because it looks like the color ones are like, all right. And I went, just want the whole lot to work, like you tell me. Um, and But yes, and same with mechanics, isn't it? They always do that. And I get why they're probably trying to justify how much they're going to charge you, but we don't care about how you're going to get that outcome. So the outcome could be that my printer just prints and it works, uh, or that the car, you can just get in it and drive it. And it's the same if someone's coming to you because they want to become more confident or if they want, they've got problems in relationships or whatever, they want to come to you and get that particular outcome that you're offering. So um, blindsiding them with all these different things that you've learned or done and want to put all of that in your social media is, is too complex for people. Because say like, if they'd never heard of EFT, but you've put hypnotherapy, um, EFT, this, that and the other, they'll be like oh, I don't or they have a negative connotation because they don't really understand it then you've lost them they're confused they move on so you know just be niche on like who you're helping and how and like in what way there's no need to put all the different methods and things that that you can use to be fair it's a journey though isn't it so you mm -hmm. need to start with that outcome uh, so once people go, yep, that's the outcome I want, then they need to know that actually they're happy working with you. Mm -hmm. So that's about the method that you use yeah. to get that outcome. And they're happy to go along with that. And then it's about, OK, is it you're delivering it for? Am I happy with you? So it, there is always somewhere there for you to say. And actually, obviously, I'm fully trained and I've done this, you know, yeah. testimonials and all that kind of thing. That is important. However, it's not something you lead with. We don't pick you because um, you've got a degree in nutrition uh, we pick you because actually we're really struggling with tummy pain and you talked about how you cure people with tummy pain ah okay so then let, let me look at that person how they mm -hmm. do it and then so it's about that journey so again we talked at the beginning of this podcast about being customer centric which is like a wanky marketing term and all it really means is put yourself in the shoes of your customer and think about what's important to them um, and what their process their thinking process might be when they start to think about paying some money to have this service and we buy outcomes first and foremost that's exactly what we buy we buy with our emotions we like stories um so give them all of that and then by all means back it up by saying you know and here's a bit about me and so when you know we absolutely we did a talk yesterday which we've mentioned um and in there it says here's what we're going to tell you about here's what you're going to know by the end of this talk and um who the hell are we to even tell you about that so of course we justify why we can even tell you about that by saying here's what we've achieved here's who we are um, but it's a secondary thing it's not just you know if you came in and said right now we're just going to tell you all about us you know I'd be like heading for the door before the rest of them how boring is that so you don't care about other people but you only start to care when you think actually that's the person I want to spend some money with so think about the order like the breadcrumb trail where you get them to the cash desk so we'd love to hear what your niche is if you're struggling to niche that'd be um interesting to hear uh, because what is it because you just you don't want to let go of something oh the other um, thing to mention is um niching is not like a today i'm going to niche decide my niche over the next 10 minutes mm -hmm. niching yeah. is a process and it's like a long mental process so what you'll do is you'll decide on your niche and then just like put it in let it simmer give it a few days see how you feel about it without thinking about it and then go with that but i guarantee you will then tweak that several times as you go along so like we say don't 
change it for the like the first three to six months but you can tweak it so um you know it was only like further down the journey for get savvy club that we thought actually maybe we'll target female coaches because you know we love working with other women and we you know love sharing where we really understand their mindset and their thinking process and all the overwhelm that women can go through and the imposter i'm not saying no men go through this and the men that do are obviously attracted to working with us like i say but on the whole as we're women we can understand their mindset a lot better so you know think about that and don't think yeah i've got to nail it i haven't nailed it i'm failing what have you you know you will probably only be truly happy with your niche in 12 months time if you start this process now but do it because we don't we just do not want to go to that whoever it's not yellow pages days these days is it where you're like oh, i need a plumber that, that's that you you want to actually know that that person's right for you and that's what's great about social media you can get that across but if you're not clear on it and you haven't got a niche then it's going to be harder for people to notice you and know and also for people to refer to you so don't forget when you're using social media to attract clients more often than not you're talking to people and they're not your ideal clients maybe because they've it's landed but they know someone that is and if if they know someone that sits in your niche thinking oh actually you're going to be really not you're going to be perfect for my friend Jeff, whatever, the amount of times we've had people refer people to us have said, you, you need to speak to the Get Savvy Club because they'll help you with that. They'll do that. because Which we pay a really generous referral fee for, by yeah. the way. If any yeah. of you people out there yeah, know someone that needs help, then message us. Yeah. Earn some money. Um, so the only other thing to go through is, I'm not sure whether we've done this on the last few Tops and Tales and, and mm. um, guest episodes, we, actually. Yeah, I think we did. But did we? Maybe but I was thinking, actually, do you know like how we normally ask the guests like to um, recommend a book and we give it away if they uh, share the episode and tag us in? Let's do mm -hmm. um, Superfans, Matt Flynn. Oh, good idea. Yes, yeah. we did talk you, about it. Because you uh, recommended that within this episode, didn't you? Oh, yes. Good idea. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we always do a question. Um, and I say we always, I don't I don't think we have, Anna does, who knows? Um, let us know that as well. Yeah. <laughs> my memory is my memory is rubbish at the moment. Not on the quickest guys, not on the quickest. On the exhibition yesterday, I was just like, I know your face. How do we know each other? Oh, we've been on a call, have we? Just shockingly bad at recognizing people. Mm. Um so yeah, if you come and say hello to me and we know each other and I've like look completely bewildered it's no offense i think i've got that well there is a name for it that you can't recognize faces we've got a mild <laughs> form of that so we do a question and answer and, and yesterday one of the questions we had at the end of our talk speech i nearly said at the end of our speech, speech. was um speech. Uh, so somebody said, okay, I prefer doing video. So can I just do video or do you have to mix up all the different formats all the time? It was refreshing because I love it when people say that they love to do video um, because, of course, go going on video means people get to, like when we met people yesterday, we hadn't some of the people we met yesterday had seen us on lives and things like this, but we'd never met them before. Uh, There's some clients that we saw that we'd never met before, but, you know, people that they just know us through seeing us on here, but they obviously, like, they knew what they were getting. They didn't just know like um, just a picture and that's that. They actually like we're used to us to how we speak and how we interact and things like this. So that that was pretty cool. Um, so it was great to hear that this person would want to do video. However, there's a lot you can do with video uh, to make sure that you do the other types of posts as well, because not all of us want to consume social media content by just watching videos. There's some of you out there that would never watch a video, even if it was subtitled, you just, you know, just pass it by because you just don't watch videos. You like to read content or you like to see a visual. So but the great thing about video is you can do a video and then you can, you can actually transcribe it you can create it into blogs you can do different posts with it there's like 21 different types of posts we found out which we teach in our in our programs but you can um 
yeah cut it all up and do loads with a video so that's it and, and actually it's easier if you wanted to use um a va to help you if you've got a video then it's easy for them to for you to pass them that video and they can create con some some content for you through that as well make your life easy yeah that is all we're going to talk to you about today so if you've got any questions um that you'd like us to answer on future podcasts then you can email us on info at getsavvyclub.co.uk or you can find us on social media in fact do find us on social media Come yeah with us, um because we'd just like it'd be great to start seeing your stuff um and start communicating with you see you on the next one bye bye that was marketing made easy the podcast from get savvy club if you enjoyed it connect with us on social media just search get savvy club